Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This week's episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money, and that's a win-win in my book. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code OMEO5. That's O-M-I-O-5 at checkout. It's valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up that 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Let's start the show. What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It is Sunday, July 18th, and I am very happy to welcome all of you back to the podcast. Um, It's been a couple of weeks um, since I had an episode. You know, we had the the 4th of July holiday, um, so I took that off. And then I also, you know, just wanted to listen to around like 40 albums just so I could give you the dig deeper segment um, that I'm going to give you today. So, you know, always working, even though, you know, I didn't have, you know, some episodes for you the last two weeks, always working for the sake of the podcast. So I'm very excited for this week's dig deeper episode. Before we get into all of that, I do want to say um, rest in power to Biz Marquis. Um, he just passed away at the age of 57, which is crazy. Biz Marquis is crazy influential. Um, everybody knows his most popular hit, uh, Just a Friend. 
um, a song that spawned so many, you know, covers and, you know, was sampled in so many other songs. You know, Biz Marquis was a legend, so rest in power to him and to, uh, and prayers to his family. Um, so this week I am going to give you a song of the week in the press play segment before I get into the dig deeper segment um, in which I will be revealing my favorite 15 projects from the first half of 2021. Um, it's officially July or, you know, more than halfway through July. So I wanted to look back on the first half of this year and talk about, you know, the music that we got um, because we did get a lot of good albums. Um Everything that I talk about in the podcast, um, like all the the songs, uh, music videos, you know, any albums I mention, you know, you know, since I can't really play music on the podcast, uh, so because I, I don't want to get you know copyright you know struck down by the powers that be, um, I want I want to rely on that podcast newsletter. So when I talk about a song or I talk about a music video, you can, you know, look at the podcast newsletter, click the link and know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, So the podcast newsletter you can get in two ways. Um, If you go to thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com, the first way, right on the homepage, there's a box where you can put your email in. Put your email address in, and then every time there's an episode, you will receive the podcast newsletter in your inbox. If you don't want to be a part of the mailing list, um, go to the newsletter tab on thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com, and all of the podcast newsletters are right there. Um, So let's jump into the song of the week. The song of the week for this week um, is a song by Robin Thicke. You know, Robin Thicke um, hadn't released an album in, um, I think it was six years. Like, I think he released that Paula Patton album in like 2015. It might have been 2014. But it had been a minute since we got a Robin Thicke album. Um, and he released an album called uh, On Earth and in heaven, I believe, uh, was the name of it. And this is an album that will not appear in the top 15 list I'm doing in the Dig Deeper segment, but it was very close. This is a very good album. It almost made it. Um, it's classic Robin Thicke as far as the sound. Um, you know, as far as like the lyrics, he's he's written songs about uh, Andre Harrell, who passed, or about his dad, Alan Thicke, who passed. It's a a very good album. And so the song of the week for this week um, is the last song on the album. And it's actually a song that I think he had like premiered maybe a couple years prior. And that song is called That's What Love Can Do. It is a very good Robin Thicke song. You know, he's got the falsetto hidden. Um, The arrangement is beautiful. Like... You know, Robin, he really got in his bag for this album. Um, He took it back to, you know, the Robin Thicke that was making complicated, um, you know, the Robin Thicke before Blurred Lines. You know what I mean? Like the Robin Thicke that had everybody, you know, like enthralled and encapsulated with the music that he was making. And I think this album, you know, has the ability to have that same effect. So that's what love can do is the song of the week by Robin Thicke off of his 2021 album called on earth and in heaven. Check it out. Uh, Let's jump into the press play segment. (music) 
Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is now time for the Press Play segment. This is a segment where I'm going to talk to you about, um, you know, what's been going on in the hip-hop and R&B genres, things that I think you definitely need to watch, need to pay attention to, things that have been released since the last episode that I want to make sure, want to make sure that somebody told you, go check this out. Um... So this is split into three parts, the things that you should check out, the rumor mill and the announcements and the upcoming and recently released albums. So let's start with the things that you should check out. I mentioned uh, in a prior episode that SZA was doing a Grey Goose sponsored show where she was going to perform Control in its entirety. She did that and the video has been uh, released. It's on YouTube. Obviously, everything I talk about in this segment is in the podcast newsletter. So go check that out. Um, it's dope. She did perform Control in its entirety um, in a a space that was, you know, decorated and styled like like a garden. You know, SZA had you know the the get up going. She had the dancers. Um, everybody was bought into this experience. Um, and it was dope. She didn't perform perform control in the same in you know in the order that we're used to hearing it. So I thought that was dope that she switched it up um, as far as the transitions and things like that. Um, it was a really really cool performance. So definitely check that out. Speaking of performances, Tyler the Creator um, has been doing secret shows. Um, performing songs from his latest album, Call Me If You Get Lost. Um, there is a video of one of those shows so you can see Tyler performing some of his newest material, which is dope. Um, it's some of the m- most enticing, you know, music um, in his catalog, I think, as of late. So um, it's really cool to see him perform that music as well. So definitely check that out. Chance the Rapper, um, if you're from Chicago, you know that um, a few years ago in Sox Park, uh, he had like one of the the first ever concerts to be held in Sox Park, and that was Magnificent Coloring World, um, centered around his coloring book project. He brought a bunch of artists out for like a festival um, in Sox Park, and it was incredible. I was there. Um, he brought Kanye, Alicia Keys, John Legend. Um, who else was there? A, a ton of people. A ton of people. Um, and so he videotaped that experience he made it into a movie and you know he showed that movie at a bunch of amc theaters one weekend back in april here in chicago i didn't get a chance to go see it um but he released a trailer for this most recently and i've read that he is also bringing this to like new york and maybe one other city um it is yet to be be said if he is going to bring this to streaming i really hope that he is um, or to somewhere that, you know, people who aren't going to the AMC theaters to see it can also see it. I mean, I was there, but I would love to relive this concert in like a, a film form. So the trailer, uh, the link for the trailers in the, in the newsletter, check that out. I hope that he will be, um, you know, releasing the full footage. Um, Boz from Dreamville dropped off a new song. It features J. Cole and Lil TJ. It's called The Jackie it is it is a wavy song. It is really good. It's it's one of those songs that's perfect for the summer. They know exactly what they were doing, dropping it right now. Cole is has crazy momentum. Boz has some of that momentum because of his work on Cole's latest album. Um, 
so it's 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 a dope song definitely check that out and there's a music video for it as well that is just as vibrant um and bright as the song is more music videos tyler the creator has been dropping off a ton of videos from his call me if you get lost album he dropped off new videos for corso and lemonhead they are both as creative as tyler the creator always gets you know no that's no coincidence um, so check that out. Vince Staples dropped off a music video for his song, Are You With That? The lead song from his latest album, Vince Staples. It's dope and creative. Check that out. Normani and Cardi B dropped off a music video for Normani's new song with Cardi called Wild Side. I'm going to give you a warning. This is definitely a WAP 2.0 situation as far as the visuals. So don't watch this video at work. Just going to say that. Um, But it's a dope video. Sid dropped from the Internet. She dropped off a music video for her new song called Fast Car. City Girls dropped off a Missy Elliott directed music video for their song Torculator. A lot of music videos dropped this week. They're all dope. Check those out. Um, Rumor Mill in the announcements, Westside Gun from Griselda announced that he's going to drop two albums this year, both untitled so far, but he says he's releasing one on August 20th and one on Halloween, October 31st. So we'll see if he follows through with that. But uh, knowing what we know about Westside Gun and Griselda and their work ethic, I completely believe that he's dropping two albums this year. So stay tuned for that. Diddy. Um, also announced that he's working on making a classic. Um, it is yet to be uh, discovered if we want that classic, but he says he is making one regardless, so we'll see how we feel when we get it. Upcoming and recently released albums this uh, on July 9th, um, IDK dropped off an album, You See For Yourself. Snow Allegra dropped off an incredible album, Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies. Strongly recommend same day, Vince Staples dropped off his self-titled album, Vince Staples. Um, it's more laid, more laid back of an album and more introspective and reflective of an album than he, we usually get from him. It's not a lot of upbeat tracks, um, but I do still think it's good. And I think that Vince, you know, he already said that he has an album called Ramona Park, Broke My Heart, that he was also working on. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get a second album from him this year or early next year. And I think that one might have more of the heat that we're looking for. Um, this past Friday, Pop Smoke dropped off his second posthumous album called Faith. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but I've heard that it's, you know, kind of in the vein of how posthumous albums usually go. It seems like they're more profiting off of his name. And this one is not, you know, it's not as authentic to Pop Smoke as his first posthumous album was from what I hear. I haven't listened to it yet. So I'll let you know about that, um, another time. Next Friday on the 23rd, we're getting a new album from Lettucey called Lettucey Sings Nina, where she sings a bunch of songs from Nina Simone. That's going to be dope. Leon Bridges is dropping off his album Gold Diggers Sound. On the 30th, Dave East and Harry Fraud are dropping off their album Hoffa. Isaiah Rashad is dropping off um, the first TDE album of the year called The House is Burning. And Prince and his estate are releasing an album called Welcome to America. So July is is seems like it's, it's going to end off the month with a lot more good music. So excited about that. That is it for the press play segment. Like I mentioned, get that podcast newsletter so you can check out everything that I just talked about. I'm going to take a short break and then I'll be right back with the dig deeper segment. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is now time for the Dig Deeper segment. I mentioned at the top of the episode that in the Dig Deeper segment for this week, I will be uh, revealing my favorite 15 albums from the first half of 2021. You know, 2021 was a real interesting, or at least it has been, um, an interesting year in music for me. Coming into this year, I figured we'd get a lot of big albums because the pandemic pushed a bunch of artists' albums back. Um, now, there usually aren't many albums released in Q1, like from January through March. We don't get a lot of big albums. Um, for some reasons, artists don't usually you know, like to release heat in Q1. Maybe because for award season, they don't want people to forget about their album by year end. Maybe because artists enjoy making spring and summer albums more i'm not sure but this year especially it was dry in q1 like january through march we didn't really get a lot of albums at all that were of interest and then q2 was just insane like so much heat in three months from april to june it was honestly ridiculous this was also a year where I listened to so much music by artists that I wasn't really familiar with. I saved a lot of music this year by artists I um, whose name sounded vaguely familiar or whose album art was interesting. You know, sometimes I just catch a vibe off of an album art and I'll click on it. It says hip hop or R&B. I'm like, all right, I'll give you a chance. So I did a lot of that this year, you know, with no huge albums being released, for, you know, especially in Q1. I had a lot of time to try out some new music. 
Um, and it actually took me like the last two weeks of these of not having episodes to finally catch up. Um, I told you I listened to like, you know, at least 40 albums over the past two weeks because I wanted to give you my favorite 15 projects from January through June. And I wanted every album that I had saved to have a chance to be featured. I didn't want to just like write off an album, you know, because of my biases or just like judging an album by its cover, essentially. Um, And so I listened to a bunch of albums. There were a bunch that I really wished I hadn't listened to. And there are a bunch where it was like, wow, I'm really glad I listened to that album. Um, So this list features albums and EPs, but I've decided, you know, in my end of the year list in December, I am going to be separating EPs from the albums. Um, I'll probably do a top 30 albums with the honorable mentions, and then I'll have like maybe my favorite five EPs because when with EPs, when it's like six songs, it's like, it's hard for me to really compare that to an album that was like conceptually thought out with like 15 tracks and stuff like that. So I'm going to separate them out. But this list um, has EPs and albums. Um, it's not in order of my preference. I'm not going to tell you what, like, what my favorite album is. I don't want to give anything away for the December list. But these are my favorite, my 15 favorite albums from the first half of 2021. And that is from uh, January through June. So this list is in order of release date. Um... So I'm not just starting with like my favorite album of the year. I'm starting with the albums that dropped first from January through June. So starting off the list is Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan, released on January 8th. This was the first big album to drop this year and was definitely highly anticipated. It was Jasmine Sullivan's first album in six years. Her last album was a cultural favorite. Um, Hotels dropped very early in the year and has not lost any luster in six months. The album is beautifully constructed. The concept is all about female empowerment. You know, the title alone, reclaiming the word ho. Um, It has eight songs separated by six interludes, which are done confessional style by Jasmine's fellow artists and friends that tell their tales. You know, tales of cheating, tales of taking the power back, tales of being attracted to money more than a person. Women in society are looked down upon and chastised when they do the same things that men do in relationships um, while men go uh, while women, you know, get accosted. You know what I'm saying? Like men will do something like cheat or, you know, be shallow and it's not treated the same way if a woman does the same thing in a relationship. So this album strips all of that away. And lets Jasmine and the women that she features tell their tales unabashedly. You know, she has some fun singing about sex with Ari Lennox, delivers incredible vocals in the album Closer Closer with her. And Lost One is still one of the most beautiful songs I've heard in a while. She nails the concept and cements herself as an incredible songwriter and vocalist. Hotels, Hanging On Strong, released in the first eight days of the year, um, is one of my favorite albums from this year. Released on February 5th is the EP called Homegrown by Van Jess. Now, I had heard of Van Jess, one, because they're Nigerian. Um, So, you know, me being Nigerian, you know, they, you know, kind of just like through the through the the waves, you know, they floated into my um, into my view. Um, But also because they did a cover and this was a while, like 2011, 2012. Uh, No, it had to be 2012. They did a cover 
of Drake's song Headlines from Take Care and Frank Ocean's song Thinking About You, which was on um, Channel Orange. And it went super duper viral. Like they did a mashup of the two songs. It went crazy viral. I remember seeing this video. I rewatched it again this week and I was like, oh, I remember watching this video like <laughs> uh, however many years ago that was, nine years ago. Um, but they, they didn't really release their debut album until 2018. So I kind of lost track of them, you know, between them doing YouTube videos in 2012 to them finally releasing music. I just kind of forgot about them because I didn't really have music music to, to, you know, remember them by. Um, so I lost track of them until their homegrown EP showed up in the new music section of Apple Music. And I'm very glad that I that I found them again. The heart of their music is definitely inspired by 90s R&B. Although there's a groove and a funk lodged in there as well. They both sound angelic as they sing about love and flings alike over some modern production. Um this this vibe, like the vibe of this album feels instantly familiar, especially they got a Faith Evans come over sample in the album closer. They got a sample of Darkest Light, which is well known in the song Rump Shaker and also Biggie's usage of it. They got features from Devin Morrison and Phony People that complement them perfectly. I guarantee that you'll want to run this EP back after the first listen. It's a real quick listen. Homegrown by Van Jess. Shout out to these two sisters. Um, because they killed it. Next up, Table for Two by Lucky Day, released on February 12th. This was released two days before Valentine's Day. Um, Lucky Day made sure he blessed the streets with some music for the special occasion, and to top it off, every song on this EP features a female R&B singer. Conceptually, it's like he went on six different dates, telling a different story with each artist, you know, Lucky Day is one of the best male artists out right now delivering R&B, R&B in a classic style. And it's dope to hear him riff with so many great artists. His collabs with Yeba and Joyce Rice were clear standouts. And actually, Joyce Rice has a project that she released this year called Overgrown that was on the short list for making this top 15. Um, but it just got edged out. But it's a dope project. Check that out. Um, but he has a song on here called My Window with Mahalia which samples I Can't Stand the Rain by Ann Peebles, and it is so damn good. Lucky Day's next album will be incredible, but this was a very nice pit stop to hear him and all of these incredible female voices doing their thing. So Table for Two by Lucky Day, one of my favorite projects of the year. Judas and the Black Messiah, the inspired album um, by a bunch of different artists, also released on February 12th. You know, I feel like the Black Panther inspired album set the bar for album soundtracks in the past few years. It's a very high bar, but I think the inspired album for the movie Judas and the Black Messiah is absolutely worth a listen. Cohesively, the album features an intro from Fred Hampton and the artists incorporate themes from the movie without it being overbearing, partially because what Fred Hampton and black people went through in the 60s is really still going on. This album already has an Oscar, you know, within it for her, Demile and Tierra Thomas's song Fight For You. It got Nipsey and Jay-Z on a song. Black Thought and Nas did what they do best. Hit Boy produced like five songs. Rakim was on the outro. And then there's a gang of very talented artists like Masego, Saba, Rhapsody, BJ the Chicago Kid, Polo G, and more that delivered amazing songs ranging from revolutionary and rebellious to grimy and fed up. 
It's a really good album that runs a little long, but it's thematically sound and it doesn't just sound like an album that DJ Khaled put together. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah, the inspired album, one of my favorite albums of the year. Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine by Brock Hampton released on April 9th. You know, I feel like I've been hearing about Brock Hampton for like six years and I've been planning on listening to their music for like two years. You know, they released a new album this year and I finally decided to check them out and I will absolutely be going back to explore their previous works. Brock Hampton is a hip hop boy band, self-described, that's what they call themselves, that contains 13 members. Some of them are in management or photography or graphic design, but at least 10 of those members are actively involved in the creation of the music, whether that be as rappers and singers or producers. Um, I can't speak much to their previous albums, except that they have a huge following, not, not quite BTS levels, but it is still very large. They're touted as one of the most diverse bands on many levels, and it shows in their music. You know, whether they're making a fire R&B song with Charlie Wilson on I'll Take You On, or a song that sounds like it's straight out of 2000s rap lexicon with Count On Me, or enticing rap with JPEG Mafia, or ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg, they do it all very well. There's a wealth of talent in this group, and if it's true that their next album is their last, then this is a better time than any to get into their catalog and check them out. Brockhampton's album Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. Check that album out. Just Until by Corday released on April 21st. This was a short and sweet EP that Corday dropped off. Had four new tracks to hold us over until his sophomore album from a bird's eye view releases. He dropped off his debut two years ago and since then... He dropped the YBN from his name, and now he's doing his own thing. Not only did he hold his own with Q-Tip and Young Thug, matching styles, um, but one of the best songs on the album is a nostalgic song produced by Rafael Sadiq called Dream in Color. He's got a lot of eyes on him, but it's clear that he's also got a lot of talented people behind him. So what he does next is guaranteed to impress Just Until by Corday, one of my favorite EPs of the year. Shelly, formerly known as Drum, his self-titled album, released on April 30th. As soon as I heard this album, I thought it was one of the best R&B albums released this year. The rebrand is going smoothly for Shelly. Um, and the rebrand does not just consist of him going by his real first name from now on. But this self-titled album also sees him embracing R&B more than ever before. He's flirted with it in the past, but his past hits like Broccoli and Cash Machine always leaned more towards hip-hop. There's no confusing it with this album. It's straight up, slow jam, steamy, emotional R&B music, and Shelly is incredible at it. He's always had a voice that's been unlike any other. Like His voice is kind of stuffy. It's like he's always congested or something. But he's made it work in ways that sound so damn good over some smooth R&B. Exposure and The Laydown are pure baby-making records. Cooking with Grease and Something About Us sound like they're from decades prior in the best of ways. He got another duet with Erica Badu. That's his second one. Vocally, he's never sounded better. And I think if he stays in this lane, he's going to make some of the best music of his career. Go check out Shelly, formerly known as Drum, self-titled album. The Offseason by J. Cole, released May 14th. There is a short list for which rap albums are actual contenders for you know rap album of the year, and the offseason is at the top of that list. J. Cole delivered on his promise of music he wanted to release before he hung things up and gave us one of the hungriest albums he's ever released. 
Gone are the days when Cole would handle the production himself, leave the features at the door, and throw himself into his concepts and make the music he wanted to make despite everything else. This album has 15 different producers and almost a dozen vocal contributions from other artists. Where Cole in the past would have sung the hook himself, he tapped Moray, highlighting an artist from his city, or Boz, who delivered the best vocals of his career. He let rappers like 21 Savage and Lil Baby shine. He tapped into his mixtape days and really showed that although he's reached the top, he's not satisfied and he has more pinnacles to reach and deliver new flows, new rhyme schemes, new song arrangements, and rapped more intensely than he ever has before. And this is just the offseason, so I cannot wait to see what's next. The Offseason by J. Cole, one of the best albums of the year for certain. Be Right Back by Georgia Smith, also released on May 14th. Um, Similar to Corday, Georgia dropped her debut, Lost and Found, in the past three years, and she dropped this EP to hold us over. It's full of Lucy's that wouldn't have made the album, and that says a lot because these songs are incredible. You can tell that they're Lucy's because stylistically and sonically, they're a little different than the music she delivered in her debut, but man, they are so good. She sounds beautiful, and the songwriting is so impressive as well. Gone is a song about a friend she lost in a car accident. It's a standout. It's so beautifully written. Home, a song about the feelings after realizing you've settled in a relationship is so good. If this is what we get on a holdover, her album is going to be so fire. So I'm very excited for more Georgia Smith. Be right back. Incredible EP. If I Fail, Are We Still Cool by Patrick Page, released May 21st. The internet may be one of the most talented bands in music right now. Not only do Sid, Steve Lacey, and Matt Martians have successful solo projects, but their bassist, Patrick Page, put out an album this year, and it's one of my favorite projects of the year. I didn't know this man could rap like this. Like He's a dope-ass rapper, and the production is amazing because you already know he knows how to make music and construct songs. He gets some help from bandmates Sid and Steve Lacey, Saba, and more to create a project that surprised me more than any album on this list. Please go check out If I Fail, Are We Still Cool by Patrick Page. Fire in Little Africa, self-titled album, released May 28th. This is one of the coolest ideas for an album I've ever heard. So to set the scene, from May 31st to June 1st in 1921 in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there were race riots or what is known as the Tulsa Massacre, where white mobs murdered residents of the wealthy black community known as Black Wall Street. They murdered dozens of people. They hospitalized hundreds and they burned the entire wealthy neighborhood down. To celebrate the 100-year anniversary, almost to the day, 60 artists and creatives from Tulsa, Oklahoma, came together as the group Fire in Little Africa to create a self-titled album in honor of bringing visibility to what happened in 1921, uh, revealing the city's trauma, celebrating the ancestors. There are poets, singers, rappers, creatives galore. They really came through. The album is 21 songs and interludes with a runtime of just over an hour. The style of the songs ranges within many subgenres of hip-hop and R&B. There are way too many voices for me to really know who is who, but there is a lot of serious talent displayed on this album. Charlie Wilson is from Tulsa, so he lends his signature sound to the album. I don't know if I've ever seen an album that felt so important and the music was delivered just as well. 
Throw yourself into this album and discover so many new artists that are local to Tulsa. There's certainly enough here for everyone. Fire in Little Africa, the self-titled album. One of the best projects of the year. Back of My Mind by Her released June 18th. This was released exactly a month ago today. It's one of my favorite albums of the year already. Her had already won two Grammys and been nominated for like 10 Grammys before this year began. But yet this year still felt like a real coming out party for her. She added two more Grammys to the shelf this year and an Oscar and then delivered the most focused project in her catalog. She's an award darling and she delivered an album that off quality alone should earn her another gramophone for her shelf. The album is long, like very long. It's basically 80 minutes. But honestly, at no point did I ever get tired of hearing her voice because the music was so compelling. The producers that delivered some of her best work in the past, like DJ Camper, Demile, and Cardiac, are present here and at the top of their game. She shows off incredible versatility. Um, like the song Fight For You, she channels Marvin Gaye on a song produced by Thundercat and Catronata. She gets hip-hop with Corday and Young Blue on Trauma and Paradise. She samples a song by Guapale that Drake was known for sampling. Her songwriting on Hard To Love and For Anyone is beautiful. And vocally, she's incredible. She had my attention for nearly 80 minutes and delivered an album that expertly shows what she brings to the table. And we got artists out here that are struggling to do one thing as well as she does five things or more. Back of My Mind by her has the potential to be the best album of the year. Um, So definitely make sure that you check that out. Next up is Mood Valiant by Hiatus Coyote released June 25th. Hiatus Coyote is an Australian jack-of-all-trades band. They dropped their first album in six years this year, and their last album was an incredible neo-soul offering that has been sampled by Drake, Chance, Beyonce, Kendrick, so many more. In their latest offering, uh, lead singer Napalm and the rest of the band write with a peace and serenity combined with Napalm's beautiful delivery that really brings their words to life. This album is listed as alternative on streaming platforms because the sheer act of combining the many soulful styles they use on this album can make it difficult to place them in one lane. But they have always been an R&B group to me, and they continue to show that on Mood Valiant. Red Room is a smooth cut that sounds like Jill Scott at her neo-soul peak. Rosewater and All the Words We Don't Say are so jazzy. And then you got Chivalry Is Not Dead, which combines some electronic elements into its soul. It's a beautiful, well-constructed album that adds another piece of art to their catalog. Go check out Mood Valiant by Hiatus Coyote. Nine by the band Salt, also released on June 25th. Shout out to my friend Brian for introducing me to this band. Some of the best music has come from artists who decided to release their music under a hidden or mysterious identity. No one is really sure how many members there are in Salt, and it's spelled S-A-U-L-T, Um, Or what they look like. But I know that they make some incredible, soulful music. Nine is their fifth album since 2019. And other than the blatantly socially conscious albums they released in 2020, their albums have all been named after odd numbers. I'm not sure why. The album is also only available to stream and download for 99 days. So maybe I should make sure I really own this project so it doesn't go away. Um, Salt is from London in the UK, but they take some of the best influences of R&B music and expand them to their liking. 
So you may get an album with 70s funk or blues or 90s R&B or even some Afrobeat, but the music is never out of place and it is always very good. They are incredibly talented. Out of all of their albums, Nine sounds the most like UK solar rap, like like the London is very present in this album, unlike um, their previous albums, but the influences are still very present. In the song Alcohol, it's a solemn song reflecting on the influences of alcohol, and it's simple but great. You From London features a dope verse from Little Sims, a popular UK rapper, and it has a hilarious skit. The album Closer features a glorious chorus of voices and an almost angelic melody. Salt makes really good music and you won't regret checking out their other work as well, which I think is even more impressive, to be honest. Nine by Salt is one of my favorite albums of the year so far. And finally, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator, released June 25th. Tyler's album is one of the other rap albums on the rap album of the year shortlist. It's a pure rap project from Tyler that's hosted by DJ Drama. For those not familiar with DJ Drama, he's similar to DJ Khaled in that he's released mixtapes and albums where he brings artists together, but he doesn't necessarily do any production, but he hosts it. Like, you know, his voice is everywhere throughout the project. Like, he he is the interlude to these projects. Um... Him and Khaled got started around the same time, but I feel like drama was always more well-received culturally than Khaled, although Khaled has certainly spawned more hits at this point. Drama founded a label, started his Gangsta Grills mixtapes and albums that spawned some dope songs, but he also hosted Lil Wayne's incredibly popular dedication mixtape series um, and you know a gang of other stuff as well. Having a project hosted by DJ Drama was a big deal in the hip-hop community, And Tyler's project, Getting That Love, on this album was nostalgic in so many ways, especially considering Tyler's previous releases, where none of them were without exhibition or were super, they were super conceptually driven. This album just focuses on the rap. Tyler mentioned that he rediscovered his love for rap over the past year, thanks to West Side Gun, and he really hones in on that, doubly inspired to dominate his verses by the tone of drama's Gangsta Grills series. Um, in the past. Um, he mentioned actually in a tweet in 2010 that he wanted a Gangsta Grills released album. And then once he released this, or he said mixtape, and then once he released this, he retweeted that tweet and was like, check, like checked it off the list. Um, Tyler primarily um, handles the production for this album and it's so cinematic. He manages to blend in elements from all his previous releases as well. Um, The way he seamlessly flips one song into another, the eight minute love story he weaves on Wilshire, the way that Sweet and I Thought You Wanted to Dance recalls his album Igor, the aggressive rapping on Juggernaut and Lemonhead, Lemonhead, cameos from artists like Lil Wayne, 42 Doug, NBA Youngboy and more play off Tyler perfectly. This may be the best album he's ever released, and it's certainly the best rapping of his career. Shout out to Westside Gun for getting this man um, back into rapping because this album's incredible. So check out Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator. And you know what? If you happen to have my phone number, call me if you get lost in this album because I would love to talk to you about it. Um, so that is it. Those are my 15 favorite projects from 2021. And actually, I'm going to go through 
I'm just going to mention some of the albums that I had kind of listed to make like the short list, the ones that just missed this list by a few marks. On Earth and in Heaven by Robin Thicke, The Plugs I Met Too by Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud, To Kill a Sunrise by Coda the Friend and Static Selecta, Overgrown by Joyce Rice, Slime Language 2 by YSL, La Machina by Conway the Machine, Built for Whatever by T Grizzly, Exodus by DMX, Hall of Fame by Polo G, Pray for Haiti by Makhami, Lost in America by Low Village, and Art Dealer Chic 4 by Miguel. All great projects, but I just felt that the 15 that I listed had an edge over those. And you never know when I get to the, my final list in December, some of those, you know, depending on what comes out from, from now through December or November 30th, some of those might end up making the, the longer list. So we'll see what happens. That is it for the Dig Deeper segment this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, please, please check out all of the albums I mentioned. The podcast newsletter has a link to the Spotify for all of these albums um, so you can get into the music yourself. Um, this has been Thinking Outside the Boombox. Subscribe, rate, and review the album wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow... Um, me on instagram twitter and facebook at t-o-t-b the podcast the website is thinking outside the boombox.com there's a lot of information on there as well um, i have lists there of albums that you can expect to come out for the rest of the year um, you can see my past um, list of top albums so every year in december i do like a top uh, 50 songs from the year and a top 25 albums. Um, those lists have gotten a little bit longer over the years, but I'm pretty sure on the website that goes back as far as 2014, 2015. So yeah, check out all of that because you can get lost in some some music there as well. I created playlists for for the top 50 songs list every year so links to those playlists are on the website as well so if you want to you know see what type of music i was lost in in a single year you can check out those playlists they're all available on apple music for certain and i believe also spotify so check all that out um but you already know what it is this has been thinking outside the boombox your number one source for hip-hop and r&b news peace What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.